you know, a lot of lessons learned, um, and, and it'd be nice to have learned them from someone else, right? And have that humility, but sometimes you just gotta learn a lesson for yourself. And you really, really get that. And that's why I look at your deal right now and go, yeah, six months from now, you'll be triple the size. I'm not gonna win if you're not winning. Mm. And so that's, I think that's so beautiful because where else do you see that? Thank you for joining us on our Family First Life Tri-State Serve the People podcast. We appreciate you tuning in, spending your time to develop and grow with us. Follow us, please, on all our social media platforms at Family First Life Tri-State or FFL Tri-State. We love you. Keep listening. And I hope this information is serving you across the country. All right, everybody, thank you for joining us again for another Training Day podcast. We're blessed today. I got my man, Stud, Matt Borsch, Executive Vice President of FFL Inception, Hall of Fame producer, and just a rock star in New Jersey with us today. And uh, him and his team have come in to help us out with a bunch of things, but we've got him here for our podcast. And Matt, you're one of my favorite interviews. I don't know if you know that, but... uh, yeah, do you say that to all your interviewees? No, I think if you're listening, you'll know I don't. But you're one of my favorite interviews for a lot of reasons because you're so transparent about your growth. You're so transparent about where you're going. You're very focused on where you're going. So you always have good feedback or you always have good content, better way to say it, for our guests because people want to know not only what's happening at the top of the mountain, they also want to know what's happening and how you got there and Yep. than the things you're doing to readjust. And you're very, very, very transparent about that. So I appreciate that. But welcome to the podcast, man. How you doing, buddy? Thanks, Mark. Doing great. Appreciate you having me. It's great seeing the office, the future of what you guys are doing. Glad to be a part of it. Dude, it's exciting, man. I got to say, I mean, when I think about the landscape of the insurance industry as a whole, and then I think about Family First Life and our role in reshaping the middle American market with simplified issue life insurance and you know, all these carriers, I just think like the sky is truly the limit for what's possible as long as we continue to put families first. And, you know, when I think about you, your business, you know, you've, you've seen, you know, incredible production that you've gone out there and produced and helped families with. And now you're seeing incredible growth on the people side, the business side, the business growth side. And because you're knee-deep in it and you're working with people kneecap to kneecap, you see a lot of things, you know. You see, you know, you've helped a lot of people become elite producers um, by just tweaking some small things. And people have proven that they they want to grow. So you guys have also found a way, you and Mike, to work with the ones that want to grow. You know, learn to kind of not push too hard on the one like there's a lot of lessons in this you know (laughs) there's always something (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of lessons in what we do um and you know i always say that being a producer becomes really simple Mm. you know you can be doing really well 60 days from your start with us like really really well pattern pattern recognition on clients is pretty simple simple, right um Building a business is a way different piece. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like an MBA or it's like a master's degree in leadership. You're not going to, you don't arrive at any, there's no, you don't arrive at any point. You're yeah. kind of constantly always evolving, shifting, growing, yeah. making changes. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could walk us through your journey, you know, maybe in the last three months, some of the things okay. that you're learning at this EVP level, trying to push this thing to board member, 
What are some things that you're seeing right now? Absolutely. I mean, there's a lot to it. Uh, one one point that came to mind when you were talking about, you know, the writing to the business building side of things is definitely a different animal, but they're related. And that's one of the mm-hmm. cool things that I talk to a lot of people about that, you know, you've helped me with and others is so many things about what you've learned helping a lot of clients transfer to helping agents. Right. You know, so that's a big deal. And that's something that's great for me because I've always, you know, said I'm aggressively average, but I can copy and paste something. You know, I'm not going (laughs) to I'm not going to come out here and reinvent the wheel. Right. I'm not going to do what you did starting this thing. Right. But I can copy and paste what you did. So it's it's great to have that. (laughs) It's great to have that recipe to be able to follow. Aggressively. (laughs) That's boss talk. Hey, Everyone needs their thing. But, dude, that's so good. This is what I that's how I intro this thing. I mean, you're so trans transparent like <laughs> to describe yourself that way and then i see it i'm like wow that's a really good description it, right it is it is though you know and when i think about i don't know who i was saying i was tell. i think i told you this i might have told you this but i definitely told this to joe i told this to ivan and i was like me and ivan were talking one day and i'm like dude you know who reminds me of you matt borsch i said yo just like not gonna question a lot Gonna put the stuff into play. Gonna ask the questions, but asking the questions to put stuff into play immediately doesn't need to reinvent the wheel, but can bludgeon his aggressively, <laughs> a bludgeon his way through, you know. Um, and I think Ivan would say, would if he's heard that term, aggressively average, I think he would say the same thing. And I don't. I think that's like the ultimate compliment yeah. because, dude, I don't. I didn't pretend to know what Sean Mike knew. I literally said, dude, I'm. You've had immense success. This is day one. You've you've had immense success. I'm not looking to reinvent a wheel, dude. Whatever you tell me to do, I'll do. Yeah. But how great of an opportunity here to be able to be aggressively average and still build a massive business. That's you crazy. Know, what other industry can you say, hey, I'm aggressively average, but I'm also running a seven million dollar a year agency. That's strong, you know? dude. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, and I mean, like, that's the power of what we do you know and it's like when you think about just what we offer our our offer in and of itself is one that you know i think more people should should take take up on take people up on because it does have the power it has the the track the repeatable track that people can run on that as long as you're willing to work and not you know succumb to you know everyday pressures you yep. can just continue to duplicate and win. So you were sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. It was no, so yeah, good, <laughs> you know. But you were talking about the ninety days and some of the stuff. You've Absolutely, seen. yeah. A couple of the lessons I've been learning this year. Um, you know, Mike and I's passion is to go farther, faster, help other agents go farther, faster. Take the time that we've been here, you know, and uh, it shouldn't take you, you know, two years and a couple months like I've been here to get where we're at in the business, mm. right? So taking that time frame and shrinking it for everyone that's that's in the business, mm-hmm. you know, and helping them apply that. Um, but some of the uh, the blowback from that from that um, passion is that you, you start trying to do the work for people mm. rather than teaching them how to do the work. Right. Right. And so that that was uh, that was a mistake that we've made instead of duplicating ourselves 
in the people that are trying to build a business. It's, oh, hey, you, you focus on this and I'll help build your business for you. Mm-hmm. Right. And not in every aspect, but but that was kind of, you know, looking back over the past, you know, 90, 120 days. I think th- those were some of the weeds that we got lost in a little bit instead of continuing to build our business and teaching others to build theirs. It's, hey, let's build yours for you. But that, that catches up to you. You know, I'm sure you've, I'm sure you've been there. So <laughs> that one of the big lessons there. Uh, for sure, you know it's it's not valued as much when when it's done for you, yeah. and then you don't have the lessons that you need mm. to be able to push through and, and grow it and teach it to others. So that that was definitely one of the bigger lessons we've been learning. That's good, man. I was just in a in a meeting with my agent success team, and we were talking about the underwriting genies. Mm. And you know, Kim looked at me. She asked me, "She go, Mark, when you in the field, what did what? Did, how did you get good at products?" I'm like, <laughs> underwriting guidelines. Yeah, And I here? called okay, the carrier. Well, like, yeah. I talk to an agent. I say, "Call the carrier." They think that's a slight to them that I don't want to help them. That's oh. unbelievable. But I called the carriers, right. <laughs> <laughs> like yep. repeatedly. That's how I learned products. That's how I learned niches. That's how I learned. Which, where to slide what client into what product and how and exactly how it will fit. And then if I thought it would fit and it didn't fit, I called the underwriter and said, hey, I, A, B, C, D, and E checked off. Mm-hmm. What are you seeing on your end? Nah, you're right. Should have been approved. Like, bro, I was, out there trying, I was a, a <laughs> practitioner. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, And you see, like, and I said, you know, the underwriting genies have made it so that if the underwriting genie is wrong, you're mad at the underwriting genie. Right. Wait, no, that, what? that was you, not behind the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so you have these like systems that we have to put in place to keep up. And if you don't do it, you're the bad guy. And if you do do it, you have to somehow teach it in a way that's saying, hey, dude, this is like a guide. This isn't like your crutch. Like, big difference. <laughs> big difference. But you're saying the same thing from a building perspective. Yeah. There's a lot in what you're saying. Let's get a little bit more granular. Okay. When you say that those are big lessons you've learned, yeah. let's walk through it. Talk to us about, you know, really, I mean, you've already altered some of what you were doing yeah. because of what you learned. So let's give me a little more color. For sure, yeah. So, I mean, to put it in, in details, I think part of it is, you know, tra- training and mentoring agents and developing that relationship that has to be a one-on-one thing. You know, if if a mentor is not talking to their agent, you can't do that for them. Mm-hmm. You can develop your own relationship with them. You can mentor them yourself, but it's not going to replace that. Right? So there's I think I feel like there's a fine line between, "Hey, I'm helping the sharp people, but you need to reach out to this other person as well. You need to be developing that relationship with them as well and kind of helping getting good at fostering those relationships, Got it. you know, uh, almost like a chess game, like, Hey, you know, you're struggling in this area, but so-and-so is really good at it. Mm-hmm. You need to be working with them on that. Right. Cause that's, that's their specialty, you mm-hmm. know, and Hey, there's this one time, ask them about that and kind of helping yes. foster those relationships. Cause mm-hmm. that's what we do, right? What we do is all about relationships, right. clients with agents, mm-hmm. repeat. Um, so getting better at doing that, um, I feel like a lot of it was, you know, you, you have to, we're running a business mm-hmm. and part of a business is staff. All right. But if you never know how to mm-hmm. find, mm-hmm. interview, mm-hmm. hire, fire staff, <laughs> you know, can you call yourself a business owner? You know, so, 
So that's been a learning lesson for us. Um, but also for, for those a part of our business, like we can't just do that for them mm-hmm. because, you know, you might, it's like kicking the bird out of the nest without, you know, like yeah. they, they need to know that's how to fly good. too yeah, sure. somehow. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> they need to figure it out. So, so some of those lessons, you know, it's just making sure that, uh, we're learning, fixing and, and, and making sure that problem doesn't repeat itself if, if we can help it because no, it's no. like, Hey, these are lessons we've learned. Now you don't have to, mm-hmm. you know, just this will help you go farther and oh, no. <laughs> faster. Mm-hmm. And so that, those are some things that we've got, um, kind of, uh, kind of, kind of got us stuck. Um, another one is we, we started focusing so hard on writing and mentoring. We forgot about the recruiting arm of the business, mm-hmm. uh, as far as, you know, recruiting, um, direct to us and, and replicating that, mm-hmm. right? In other words, we're teaching other people how to recruit, mentoring, mm-hmm. writing, but not recruiting. So right. then when your team doesn't see you recruiting at a really high level right. and you're showing them how to do it, it's just like, you know, if, if they haven't seen you write a bunch of business, right. you don't have that credibility wow. and those systems to duplicate. So, you know, a lot of lessons learned um, and, and it'd be nice to have learned them from someone else, right? And mm-hmm. have that humility. But mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to learn a lesson for yourself, unfortunately. Yeah. And, you know, I love what you're saying, you know, um, you know, you you know, when you think about um, all these lessons, right? And you think about, you know, you what you say, I wish I would have learned them from someone else. The truth is, if you, some of these lessons you don't learn for yourself, you can't, like, you're going to grow. Your growth trajectory from these lessons, it looks like this. But it's really like this because you're competitive, you're cool with the challenge, you're adapting right now, you're, you're making maneuvers, you're, you're, your brain's moving, you're shifting, y'all are strategizing, you're, 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 you're kind of spanking yourself yeah. <laughs> for what you didn't see and you're evolving from that. And it's what's happening, even though you don't see it right now. That's what's happening what's happening is you've just elevated it's like <clears throat> it's like you put the car in gear 6 and you you know it's like <laughs> you got them hydraulics and you elevated what the car the trajectory almost like a plane going in the flight right yeah. and instead of being on the runway going fast you're really taking off but you'll see it very, very, very soon. And do you believe that you're a better business owner, a better operator, better practitioner because of these things? Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Why? Because the learning a lesson for yourself, it's it, it sticks. Yeah. You know, it sticks. It's got that sting of... Oh man, <laughs> right? But it doesn't have that same sting if you learn it from someone else. You know, right. it's, a, it's the same thing, you know. If we're applying it again to to helping clients in the field, it's the same thing. Right. They're like, "Oh mm-hmm. man, I I should have said this, and uh-huh. I see it now. Uh-huh. I, I know he told me to, right. but uh-huh. now now I get it. Right? It's the same exact thing. Right? Just on on a bigger scale. Oh yeah. And um, now in this process as well. You also find out who some of your key managers, leaders mm-hmm. are, right? Yep. Because when you're moving and shifting and changing, you're not just moving and shifting and changing by yourself, number one. 
you're also not just moving, shifting, and changing um, for yourself. Sure. You're not by yourself. You're not for yourself. You're with others, Mm -hmm. and you're for others. So what are you seeing? Because here's the deal, dude. There's a lot of people that want to grow a business, but there's things like growing pains that make them nervous. Mm -hmm. There's things like um, investing in staff that make them nervous. There's things like maybe having to help someone out with leads that makes them nervous. There's things like chargebacks and roll-ups that makes them nervous. And the reality is, is as much as that's a part of our business, it's a percentage of our business, like like Walmart has a percentage of shrink or you know Amazon has a percentage of returns. Like mm-hmm. it's as much a part of our business as anybody else's. But we tend, some, some people tend to put a magnifying glass on that and when you're watching this and you're working now with your leaders, you're seeing the ones that are morphing, adapting, and changing with the company, Inception. Yeah. What are you seeing? Yeah, I think that, um, again, just like you know, agents helping clients, it's a lot of, it's easy to say you want one thing, mm-hmm. but it's harder to back that up with the activity mm-hmm. and the money and the time. Right. You know, because it's, it's a whole nother ball game because when you when you decide, hey, I want to build a big a big business, you know, mm-hmm. build a business at a high level, you you can't neglect the field, right? So you have to continue the time mm-hmm. that you're investing there, and that takes time, right? right. Only you can help right. clients, right? Sure, but then only you can build the business too, right? Those are the two things that can't be outsourced, right? Right, and so I think it's just a bigger commitment than a lot of people realize. Mm-hmm. Wow, agents are going to call me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Agents are going to be emotional like mm. I was emotional. <laughs> and uh, I think that's a big realization for some people. And, and so it kind of, mm-hmm. it, it's a wake-up call, you know, like, oh, okay, I said I wanted a big business. Right. I see all the people that have done it. Right. But then they start to see what it entails. You know, mm. I got a call from an agent yesterday who was kind of starting that process of, going from saying he wants to build a big business to mm. doing it. Right. And he was like, man, I didn't know how much, <laughs> how much there was to this. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> I got a, I got a five, 10 minute break to myself. And that was like, that was like heaven. That was like a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think that's what this business is. And that's why, that's why so many people don't, uh, you know, we see them for a little bit, uh-huh. and then it's like, oh, where did they go? I thought, <clears throat> I, I thought they were doing something. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they get weary and well doing. Yes, something sir. You've talked about a lot. Yes, sir. And it's that uh, it's that consistency, that ability. Um, you know, the stamina. Right. Is what it takes in this business. I think no that's doubt. and that's what really separates the men from the boys, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, it's this isn't just a month of grinding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> if it was, everyone would do it. <laughs> That's facts. Yeah. That's really yeah. good. <laughs> but I mean, it's just like it's just like when you're writing business. Same thing we were talking about yesterday, talking about Hall of Fame and how to get there. Mm-hmm. Right? You can have a huge month. You can you can help a hundred hundred plus families, mm-hmm. and everyone will know your name because mm-hmm. not many people do that. Right. But that doesn't mean you hit Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to get back out there and do it again, <laughs> then again, then right. again. You mm-hmm. know, and, and that's what I love about this business. If you break down the numbers of being a Hall of Fame writer. It takes 34 families a month. Right. That's aggressively average. Right. But to do that 12 months out of the year, that's not. Wow. 
And, and the same thing has to apply to the business. You got to be willing to pour into agents, pour mm. into agents, pour into agents, pour into mentors. Mm. And, you, and the problem is you don't see the immediate returns. Yeah. There. And so that's that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we were joking yesterday. I was saying, hey, <laughs> the business owes me, you know, but it's because when you pour and pour and pour into it, no you doubt. know something's going to happen. Yeah, you know good. it's going to pop. Yeah. And it definitely is going to pop, dude. Uh, this is a very refreshing interview for me watching, you know, again, I don't know, man, you're, you're, you're starting to really take a place here in my heart. Like you just get it, bro. And, 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 you know, it, it just reminds me of Ivan and it's like, you've got this machine like quality about yourself, but the re but the humility to go, it's this bigger than me. It's not all about me, but then also the the ability to just continue to mow down problems because, and I think what people need to really hear and understand is that the most selfless people build the biggest businesses. I know that sounds hokey, but guess what, dude? If you're about people more than about yourself, you're going to build a big business. Yep. Now, I believe that writing business is selfless. Mm-hmm. Now, it's crazy because the money goes to you. But without the money, to that, it's the oxygen mask. Mm-hmm. I can't go help all these people. Plane's going down. I can't help you because I was too selfish. I didn't put on my mask first. Yeah. I have to put on my mask. If I can put on my mask, I'm secure. I can go help you. And when that starts happening, you have the peace of mind to help people at ridiculous scale because you know your business isn't going under over anyone override or any one producer or any one situation, you're going to eat. And that allows you to really pour from a place of being full, not being empty. And you really, really get that. And that's why I look at your deal right now and go, yeah, six months from now, you'll be triple the size. Because you're you're pouring in right now. You're You're being as selfless as you could be right now when it feels more difficult to do that. But that's the beauty in what we do. I want to hear from you on that term, selfless, and I want to hear from you on, you know, maybe not why people don't do it, because that seems pretty obvious, but, you know, empower people. Yeah, empower people to understand, you know, how the person that helps the most people wins yeah. in our business. I think speaking to the selfless point, you know, that's something that, that Sean Mike, he's famous for preaching it. You mm-hmm. can't have a big business and a big ego, mm-hmm. right? He says that over and over. And I think the first time either I heard that or the first time that I was listening for it, it I kind of did a mental, I was like, okay, well, I want a big business. Mm-hmm. So let's just, <laughs> let, you know, let's scratch off the big ego part of it. Then, right? I, I guess I can't have both, right? right? And, it, and it helps when, when you don't look at yourself like, oh, I'm, I'm all that, right? Because mm-hmm. we all have something that we can we can look at our ourselves about and take pride in it or mm-hmm. just be like, okay, hey, let, let's just keep moving from it because I also have a, a ton of crap, right? right. Yeah. Um, and so the selfless part of it, again, it's like when you're going into that first, that first home. You know, when I started writing business, I'm showing up in a sport coat, <laughs> a button-up, <laughs> pleated pants, leather dress shoes, looking like a fool because <laughs> I was trying to overcompensate. I didn't want them to think I was new right. or inexperienced at something. How about that? Right? And, mm-hmm. and so, that, so I'm able to tell agents, like, hey, 
don't care about what they think of you. Right. Just care about helping them out. Yeah. That's why you're there. No doubt. It doesn't matter what they think of you. Just help them out. Yeah. And the same thing applies to the building a business. I love that. Like, it doesn't matter what you think of me, if you think I'm special or not, if you think I'm hardworking or not, because I know what I'm about. Mm-hmm. And part of what I'm about is helping you succeed. Right. So if, uh-huh. you're, if you're doing X, Y, Z, if you're putting in the activity, like, I want to help you. Right. This is where I'm going. And that's the beauty about this business. The, the rising tide raises all ships. That's mm-hmm. how we're built. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to win if you're not winning. Mm. And so that's, I think that's so beautiful because where else do you see that? Right. You know, where else do you see that where I have to help you win? Mm -hmm. I have to teach you to help a bunch of clients. Mm -hmm. I have to teach you to recruit and mentor a bunch of agents and then help them get paid. Right. And vice versa. So we all are going to win together or not at all. Mm-hmm. And so that's that. that's where that spirit comes from. It's mm-hmm. you have to help a bunch of people or you're not going to be good in this business. And no one wants to learn or no one's going to copy someone with a big ego. That, right. That's just how it goes mm-hmm. in any industry. So I think that's to speak to the selfless point. That's that I saw that in so many people like yourself, like Sean, Mike, people that have built big businesses. It's like, all right, I got to figure out how to take my personality and emulate that right. in the business. Cause right. that's, that's the core structure around, no it. you know, serve the people yeah. <laughs> literally, you know, yeah. it, it all comes back to that. And so I think that's the, the selfless part of it is, is what you have to focus on there. What was that second part that you wanted to focus on? Um, <clears throat> I wanted you to empower people to, I think you just did though, to talk about like this selfless piece and like what it takes to build a business. But what you just said is worth its weight in gold. And I think that, you know, when you think about you and Mike's partnership, you know, and why you guys came together, I'm pretty sure you feel better about it today than you did day one. <clears throat> But what about the two of your personalities coming together makes Inception a better place to work? Absolutely. And then I did think of one more thing to add to the to the selfless uh, and, and the empowerment thing. Um, you, you have to look at your goals and how important they are to you. Because I think if, if you get weary and well-doing, mm-hmm. then your goals weren't big enough. Wow. You know, they weren't important enough to you. So it's mm-hmm. um, it's almost a pride thing that keeps keeps you going in some ways. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, no, what, why would I quit? I've <laughs> sure. poured all this into it. Right. Why would I not keep going? It's, right. it's going to work. Yeah. I can't just keep pouring all this effort and energy into something that's been proven to be successful time and time again. Mm. It's going to work at some point. Right. And so I think the, the giving up thing is just like, well, why? Right. <laughs> like I've, got, I've got these goals. They're not going to achieve themselves. Amen. Um, as far as... <laughs> As far as the partnership goes, I think, uh, you know, it was just it was such an obvious decision because we have such such glaring strengths and weaknesses in different parts of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, but our passion to help agents go farther faster mm-hmm. is, is what kind of made it make the perfect amount of sense, because it's like, hey, half of something really big, even quicker mm-hmm. <laughs> is a lot more than all of maybe a little bit less, Got it. you know, so I think we both would have gotten there eventually, yeah. no, no. Uh, just not as fast. And I think it would have been to the detriment of a lot of the people on our teams mm. because there's stuff that I bring to the table mm-hmm. in the form of organization or, you know, seeing things on a different level, being able to uh, ride at a high level that maybe Mike struggles with. Mm-hmm. But then I also don't know what the word patience means. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm working on it, right? But having been a sales manager for so many years and, and taught idiot college kids like myself to go door to door and be like, hey, I'll take care of your lawn and <laughs> give me your credit card. Right? He's just, he's got some, some patients that, that I'm learning from and that agents need. So right. just, um, <laughs> we bring, <laughs> we bring so many talk things to, Mike. to the table. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, did you talk to Mike about that? <laughs> Are you listening to my phone calls now? It's <laughs> great. Just, just that passion to help agents in every aspect of the business and to give them as much perspective as possible, whether it's you know managers or agents or, or staff, um, being able to pour into them from from every different angle for what they need at the moment. I think I think it's so important. So it's not something that I think anyone or everyone has to do. And that was part of the reason that we did it. So that mm-hmm. way our people don't, they don't have to do that. Right. You know, because we've done it for them and, and we can, as long as they utilize that correctly, it can work for them as well. Love it. Um, what are you learning about staff? Uh, what am I not learning about staff? <laughs> um I think uh, it's it's so hard to be unemotional about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think one of the biggest things I'm learning is the how hard you have to set expectations at the beginning. Mm. Because if someone's not doing their job pr- like you would want them to, mm-hmm. if someone's not performing at the level you would want them to, um, if their attitude isn't isn't on point to what you would want it to be to you know cont- contribute to the culture of your business you have to take a hard look at yourself before you get too upset at them. Mm. Like, hey, did I even give them the proper structure? Right. Did we train them to do their job like they need to do it? That's good. You know, did we, did we set the right culture, set the right expectations? And, and that's a tough lesson to learn because it requires a, a lot of uh, inward looking, you know. But, uh, but I, I think that's the, the, the biggest lessons that we're learning when it comes to staff is yeah, you need staff to build this thing. Right. You can't do it on your own. Right. Um, but you want to you want to have the right staff. Right. You know that's something that I think you've learned, been on both sides of. But right now, I mean, it's it's always incredible seeing your team, your staff are some of the you know my favorite people to get to see. You know, I'm always excited um, when when I'm traveling around and getting to meet them and be around them, and that speaks very highly of what you've done and what you've learned. And that's something that that we need to be able to emulate at a higher level. Yeah. Um, so I think those are some of the biggest lessons you learn. Just like with clients, you got to set the right expectations, or else you're going to get to think about it. Yeah. Right. With uh-huh. agents, <laughs> you got to set the right expectations, or they're gone. Right. Because they didn't they didn't know what it would take. Right. Same thing with staff. That's good, man. That's good. Um, yeah, I got my butt kicked quite a bit. I mean, that's how it works, right? That's yep. how you become a good, you know, leader of independent people as well. I mean, you get you get your hat handed to you. Mm-hmm. You know, the mirror is always looking at you because they're your mirror. Yep. They do know. They will tell you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like on all fronts, like, okay, cool. Yeah. So, you know, become extremely humbled <laughs> yeah. by the things I didn't know and I was willing to you know take the bath the learning bath with the with whatever embarrassment that came with because I wanted to get better yeah. you know what I'm saying um and it's a work in progress right it's not finished uh the last thing I'll ask you is you know and I might have asked you this before but I think it's might be taken on a meaning that I want to hear about define inception define FFL inception absolutely so it, it kind of relates to you know to the big blockbuster movie that uh, came out a while ago, but when I'm 
you know, referring back to the aggressively average uh, part of me, uh, I'm not very creative. <laughs> and so when it came to choosing a team name, um, I was struggling. You know, I was I was looking all around trying to think of something that that rang a bell or, you know, something that meant something. And I was struggling for a while. Um, and then finally I, I started, I was like, well, I guess, I guess all the team names that you remember, it's because there was a story behind it. Hmm. So I was trying to think about, okay, what is this meant to me? You know, what, what does this business do for agents? You know, what, what does that come from? So I started thinking about when I got started and the level of skepticism that I brought to the table, mm-hmm. like, no, that can't be real. You know, that's, that's, that's not going to work for me. You know, maybe you guys are going out there helping three, four, five families a day <laughs> and then seeing the rewards from that. But I don't know if I can do that. Right. Oh, okay, I see Mark and all these other people that have built these big businesses, but I don't know if I'm going to do that or right. if I can do that or if mm-hmm. I have what it takes, right? And so when I started going down that road, I started, I started thinking of how much Family First Life can change someone's life mm. to the point of not feeling like reality. Mm. And so I, I started thinking about that final scene in that movie where it's like, hey, that you know, he spins the top and starts to wobble a little bit, and and then it cuts. Right. So you know, after that two and a half hour movie, <laughs> you're like, wait, did was, so was that was that reality or not? <laughs> and so I think that's what this business is, and mm-hmm. I think that if you do it right, you're going to have lot a, a lot of what I call inception moments. Mm. So when you're when you're a brand new agent. And you get out there and you're nervous as heck, mm-hmm. you know, sweating bullets. Uh, a lot of people talk about how they didn't even want to go in their first house, right? They, they found some creative way to avoid it or getting on the phones. But then you help that first family mm-hmm. and then you see the commission, you see the reward from that. Right. And it's like, wow, I'm not even good at this. Mm. <laughs> but for most people, that's more than they make in a week, two right. weeks, right. three weeks. <laughs> From helping one family, you know, and so that's, I feel like that's, a, you know, one of the first inception moments right. is, wow, that's, that doesn't feel real, but I like it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. And then, and then you have that week where you help 10 families for the first time, you know, that's a milestone for so many people. And then your eyes are just open to the financial possibilities of this, of this business. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like one of the biggest inception moments is when you tell someone else about this opportunity and you pour into them and you get to witness them coming in and having their inception moments mm. and seeing this change their life and, and having that gratification that you're able to play a small part in that. And then, wait, I, I'm winning from this too? Right, yeah. That's <laughs> you know, and then I think it just builds and builds and builds and we could be here for another 20 minutes talking about every level of this business <laughs> that blows your mind. That's crazy. And I haven't even gotten to experience all of them yet. That's great. Right? But I get to I get to know guys like you on a on a such a personal level that have gotten to experience so many of those, and so that it comes back to that passion of helping agents go farther faster, mm-hmm. helping them understand what this is. Like yeah, you're gonna have to work harder than you've ever worked in your life. Sorry, I, I don't even know what you've done, <laughs> but you're gonna have to work harder than you've ever worked in your life. But you're not doing it so your boss can buy another Lambo, right? Right? You're not doing it so maybe you could get a cost of living raise next year, right? No, you're doing this to change your life and your kid's life and your grandkids' life and so on and so forth. How much is that worth to you? That's great. And so trying to take those thoughts and and that reality and be able to tell agents, hey, like, no, this is real. Mm -hmm. It's real work, (laughs) but it's, it's also real reward if you're willing to put it in. And and so that's, that's what inception means to me. It's, it's that concept of, 
man, I've got these huge dreams. I'm just not sure how to accomplish them. Mm-hmm. And then to realize, wait, I can just buckle down and go to work for a couple of years mm-hmm. and achieve those. Right. It's just, it's, it's mind blowing to me. That's a fantastic description of FFL Inception. You are a complete machine, my guy. Appreciate you coming in the booth with me, Appreciate man. This was brother. one of my favorite ones. Thank you so much, man. Matt Borsch, soon-to-be board member of FFL Inception and crazy Hall of Fame producer. Appreciate you joining us, man. Thank you so much for all you do, brother. Keep listening, man. We'll keep bringing you fire. God bless. (laughs) 